<laughs> Didn't oh, see that shit. coming. Recorded yeah. live. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Wow. <laughs> a little early, but... Uh, Earliest uh, Christmas ever. Nice. thought you'd enjoy that. That's a blast. Blast from the past. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't been surprised, and I don't know. How long has it been? Two months? It's my first surprise. <laughs> When when was the last time someone pulled a quarter from your ear? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I know it's hard to keep track. It really is. <laughs> you live next to that magic uh that magic factory, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um and there's just a lot of creepy old men in my neighborhood for some reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Always inviting me into their house. You know. Hey, we've all been there. <laughs> the and magic factory in Magic Magic Town. Pretty much, yeah. And if I went in, ma- in, in the I'd magic be transported district. into a fantasy world, but it would turn into a nightmare. Mm-hmm. You know, you all know the story. LSD, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they call LSD. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Don't do it, kids. Don't do it unless you want to have fun. <laughs> Was that the was that the caveat? I think. <laughs> I guess I that saw that in the fine print. Yeah, I think that is implied. Isn't that for all drugs? Like pretty much. This is your brain on drugs, and it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of fun, kids. Everyone likes some eggs, right? Just <laughs> an egg. Yeah. Just an egg. Hey. It was weird. I think they should have picked, picked something like Brussels sprouts. Like if they said drugs are like drugs are like vegetables, kids would be like, I don't ever want drugs ever. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. That would I think that would have been more effective. Yeah. Like, you know, this is your brain on drugs, and it's like you know fresh steamed veggies. Yeah. You know, kids kids particularly would be like, oh no. Yeah. And it's such a vague thing. I mean, I just like drugs in general. I mean, mm-hmm. like aspirin or something. Like, mm-hmm. is this? Is too... You mean like the caffeine my mommy and daddy drink in the morning? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it's just, and it's just the, too the... extreme. Like all drugs that doesn't yeah. apply to. Yeah, it was very 1984. You know, you should like tap the it's your government or something. Your government spreading propaganda. Yeah. For its own device that it actually made money on. Yeah. <laughs> Made money on that drug war, and it was the yeah, it was uh, it was the it was dare and all that stuff, and yeah. people uh, people telling you to stay off drugs because they're bad, but everybody's doing them, which is why we gotta tell everyone to stop. <laughs> but it's clearly not working because it but keeps telling everyone working. to stop. Uh, and we keep and we keep facilitating the import of it. <laughs> uh, that's that's part of the problem. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, if people didn't want them, they wouldn't import them. Yeah. But I, the like I I saw those a lot uh, when I was a kid. I, do they not play those anymore as much? At I don't. All? Do dude, have any I don't ideas? think so. I don't. I really I really think that campaign was really big and it died down and and people uh I you know uh people grew up I think uh and. And it was, I, I don't think they were getting the same message across. I, well, and I think the message changed. You know, I think, like, 
you know, they re they reform school curriculum and stuff like that and how they teach things. And I think uh, I, it kind of seemed to me they just moved on to a different kind of message, you know. I mean, those kids were still taught all that stuff, I'm sure, you know, that drugs are bad and their health class or something. Yeah. Uh, and the effects and all that. I'm sure they got it, but it wasn't – it didn't seem like it was the sort of national campaign that it was when we were kids. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was wondering, if that – if that was still going on or if they just kind of cut that all together or it changed or something. I don't know. I'm out of touch, obviously. Yeah, because you're on drugs. Yeah. That <laughs> My brain is an egg frying in a pan. <laughs> that sounds like beat poetry. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> My brain, Maybe yeah. My brain is an egg frying in a pan. This is what I'm told by the man. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Just got topical. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of seems like politics. those are like the modern, pseudo-modern at this point, um, version of the, like, you know, crazy ads that came out, like, in the 50s and 60s, yeah. like, uh, like a reefer madness or something mm-hmm. like that. Or oh, even, you mean the documentary? Yeah, that documentary. <laughs> Sorry. What did I say? Or that, that part in the, what's that movie? Um, uh, fuck, what's that movie? What's that Orson Welles movie? All Communists Do Drugs. About. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> Thank you. Only the red smoke reefer. <laughs> That's I think uh, I think that's I think that's a couple of them I've seen. <laughs> Hammer and sickle equals cocaine and body odor. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Um. Uh. No. Uh. Fuck. What was that movie? I want to say the third man, but that's not the right one. Um. Uh. I could just look it up, I guess, because I can't seem to remember what it's called. What's um, it about? Uh, it's about... Now I don't even remember. It's about something like... Uh, I don't remember. But there's a long shot at the beginning. Um, oh, you're talking about... Uh, oh, you're talking famous. about the... the, the uh, um, Orson Welles movie, right? Yeah. Uh, there's a T in it. <laughs> um, uh, the name of it is... Touch of Evil. Touch of Evil. Okay. Woo! See, there's the T. I knew there was a T. You were right about the T. Yeah. Bang on the banana. Um, you know bang how... on the banana? What? Yeah, bang on the, bang on the banana. What does that mean? This means you were really you were right on target. <laughs> Who says bang on the banana? A monkey? <laughs> did, did you hear that from a monkey? <laughs> Who are you hanging out with monkeys? <laughs> bang on the banana. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a game show like a monkey at a game show. Like 
if he's right, he's going to bang on the banana. <laughs> if he thinks he's got the answer to the question, he doesn't press a buzzer, he bangs on the banana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds good. I would enjoy that. <laughs> I don't know how good of a player he is, but he, uh, he's very yeah. enthusiastic and he's uh, hailed all the way from Kanoka, Wisconsin. <laughs> Um, wow. I don't think that's a real place. I don't either, but it should be. It should be. It sounds like a nice, quiet place. Yeah. Where a monkey can be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Take note, all uh, all monkey listeners. Uh, <laughs> there's a place for you. Ooh, if you're uh, feeling uh. left out. Ooh, ooh, uh, uh. Is, uh, that, that's cave, is that too caveman? Yeah, I mean, you didn't. Yeah, you didn't really make it monkey. You definitely yeah. kept it on the human. Sorry, vibe. I haven't. I can't devolve more it's than sort of that. Like speaking with an accent, <laughs> I guess. I'm too much of a modern Homo sapien. I can't devolve more than that to the primate That's form. The best Sorry, you can do. as yeah. far back as I can go. I see. I see. Well, <laughs> only back to Neanderthal. That's all right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's what it is. <laughs> Um, I feel like uh, that uh, Mr. Show scene, you know, where David Cross plays the snooty guy in the donut shop. Right, right, yeah. Neanderthal. <laughs> like, shut up. Vinyl. <laughs> oh, man. But I did know the difference and the correct pronunciation because it's silly. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh... Yeah, uh, I completely lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah, Touch of Evil. Uh, mm. uh, this, is, this is, like, far from relevant now that we've gone on to monkeys and bananas and so on. But uh, the point I do was, want to know where you got that phrase from. The point was supposed to be, it, it actually comes from... Um, uh, A Benny I, Hill sketch? I, th- I think it comes from The Bugle. The Bugle, what's The Bugle? It's a podcast. And they say that? I think so. I they think say bang on the banana? Yeah. But, well, they, they're British, so they say bang on the banana. Oh, okay. See, yeah, British. I was I was wondering what the twist was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I was wondering what the, you know, what, what the twist was. So that, that's, that makes sense now. Yeah. If they're Brits. Yeah. They can get away with anything. Right. <laughs> it's true, though. It is true. They call each other cunts. Dude, they call each other anything they want. Blows me because away. Because they're Brits, yeah. Uh, and they say they say words like squid. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, now the Brits are great. Yeah, no, hats off. All hats off, I mean it. Take your hat off. Oh, take your hat off now, goddammit. <laughs> The queen's in the room. <laughs> there was a time when you non-hat removers would be straight to the tower. The tower of evil. <laughs> where they would lock you up. And then release you later. Unharmed. <laughs> Is that the one you're talking about? No, actually, I was talking oh. about the tower where you go and get beheaded. Oh, oops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Slightly different power. That's you're, you're you're referring to the uh, I don't know the lesser known tower down the street. 
With a cow with a with a lowercase T. Lowercase T, yeah. Maybe it's spelled differently too. Tower with two E's. Yeah, two E's. <laughs> Why not? Why not? It's uh it's a Dutch company. Yeah, there it is. Oh the uh, Dutch. Anyway, in Touch of Evil <laughs> there's this scene where these like thugs like go in this you know, they go, they they start, like, trying to attack this woman and rape her, and the explanation is they've been smoking mm. a lot of marijuana. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was, a, that was like really bad. Like, it just made bad. them wild and crazy. And yeah. That scene, yeah, that whole scene plays, like, straight out of Reefer Madness. It was, yeah. like, the the the, mar- the pot made them go, like, crazy. <laughs> yeah, like, it made them get really hyper and just want to go out and do terrible things to people. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> it's just... And the whole time, know. like, I'm watching, waiting to figure out why they really went crazy. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's the reason. No yeah. mystery there. No. And you just have to buy it. Yeah. It was a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a bad movie, but, you know, that part no, definitely reflects the time. No, it's a pretty good movie. It's really time. good. Pretty crazy movie. Yeah. Citizen Kane's better, but, you know, it's yeah. it's, it's worth watching. Well, <laughs> Say any movie in, in, in place of this, and then you can yeah, you can complete that sentence with every other movie ever made. Well, Citizen Kane is better. <laughs> yes, it is a minor insult to say Citizen Kane is better. That's true. <laughs> but but when but when but when you have a movie and the best you can say is Citizen Kane is better. Then, yeah. uh, then you're Orson Welles. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's not so bad. Hmm. You know? Yeah. That's like, uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, he's a uh, crazy guy. He is, yeah. Rosebud, who would have guessed? Who would have guessed? I know, right? Genius. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um. So, so we were going to talk about True Blood. Yeah, that um, was the intro to this pot to this uh, quickly put together non-planned podcast. Welcome to, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Uh, fourteen minutes in. Uh, welcome. Uh, you've made it to the Twilight Zone. Uh, not really though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rod Rod Sterling is not here. <laughs> I hope not. No, 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 no. He's a good guy though. Yeah, no, big fan, but you know, I don't want to. The dead care. thing. Yeah, the dead thing. That's really mm. the problem. That's the thing no one wants to talk about. Zombie Rod Sterling. No one wants to talk about that. Yeah. Is that your official statement, sir? Yes. Can I quote you? Uh, you can, please. No one wants to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to talk about zombie. <laughs> I think that's pretty crazy. Yeah. I'm gonna quote you on that. Okay, good. I, so, if I have to be known for saying one thing, I'll I'll go with that. So, what were you saying? Uh, I like to call it Sookie's Adventures. Uh, yeah. I don't think I'll ever get out of calling it that. Uh, mainly because... Mainly because, uh, first of all, it's my title is accurate with respect to the show. Uh, yeah. That is what the show is about. And, and the book is kind of titled that. And yeah, that's the true. The book is close. I mean, the book is so. I think it's a nice middle ground. That's true. I think the name Sookie is too crazy not to put in the title. 
Yeah. And furthermore, I think the title True Blood is kind of lame. It's just it's just kind of flat. It sits there. It doesn't tie into the show enough, I think, and it's just I don't like how it sounds. You know what? It's a good I think it's a good it's a good title for the pilot. Because yeah, yeah. the True Blood thing was the the initial factor of the vampires coming out of the out of the cop. Yeah, yeah, right. So it really it really it really ties in well to that. But once you realize that the show is really about Sookie's adventures, um, <laughs> you know it is. Uh, then I think yeah, then I think True Blood does just kind of sit there, and it's it's nice to look at in a marketing campaign, but uh, it doesn't really say anything like you know. Now maybe they'll come back to that. Yeah, maybe it'll mean more later, but uh Yeah. Yeah, it seems very incidental. And it just just the words themselves I think don't sound that great. But it would have been a good title for the pilot. Uh, that that makes me wonder, this is a side note. Um if if they just came out of the coffin I mean they I mean how, that must be relative, right? Cuz they just they just went to this like big old hotel uh in Dallas and presumably they didn't just build that like you know, I think I, I don't really know. Recently. I mean, one, one thing I could say is maybe a vampire already owned that hotel, and now he can just turn into a vampire hotel. Oh, you know what I mean? Like these okay. people had, had been, you know, potentially, you know, uh, you know, garnering money and and acquiring wealth throughout the ages, pretty much however long they've been around. You know, uh, and you know, doing things with it, and uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, you could explain. You know, you could explain how they got a you know, Vampire Hotel pretty easily, you know. I yeah. mean, Eric, Eric already had his nightclub business and, yeah. uh, you yeah. know, and it was, it, yeah, I, I think it is pretty, it's recent. It wasn't like the day the show started. I yeah. think it was fairly, because they already had a spokeswoman who was, was talking about it, you know, in the pilot. And uh, I think there was probably a, a little slow gear up before the official announcement, too. I'm sure that people would hear rumors and things and, are, are vampires real and blah 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 and then and then they come out and so I think it was probably recent you know yeah and though and, and plus like if with the timeline of Jason's storyline in the pilot uh, you know he had he was dating all those girls before and they were dating vampires yeah and they knew they were vampires so right so it puts at least a couple of weeks that they've been out so it, it seems like. It, the, just the hotel though it just gives us and and I guess the uh the club gives us impression of this uh infrastructure in place to serve this uh uh you know um uh particular uh uh segment of the population and so I forgot that's the main point like i just i forgot that that it was only recently that they yeah officially kind of tried to become a part of mainstream society because like yeah. from the show i just don't get that impression anymore yeah you know i well and that was the first time we got to see a new area with vampires yeah you know and to see like and you know they got a chance to show us you know the whole ordering humans for for services you know mm-hmm. thing and and that whole like kind of light, you know, they took the opportunity to sort of expand that lifestyle a bit, and especially with which and the storyline I really like is um, the the guy the guy who has to pretend spoiler alert if you haven't seen the last Sookie's Adventures, the guy who pretends to be Sookie's husband when they go infiltrate the church, mm-hmm. you know, like him and his vampire 
partner lady. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think that's pretty cool that we're going to get to see that kind of a mirror, basically, of Sookie and, and Bill. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think they're going to probably explore that a little bit. And uh, what's my point? I forgot my point. But I would say I do like that actress. Um, I've seen her in a couple of other things, and she, and most notably Nip Tuck, and she was pretty good in that. Uh, and then there's some other little short thing I saw her in, who, but I, who, I like actress? her. The the one who plays the the female vampire who's in Dallas. She kind of have an, has an accent. Yeah, and yeah. She's she dating was in the, Dexter. You, oh, that's right. I was thinking there was something else I liked her from. Yeah. I'm like, what? What? What what was it? And yeah, she was what's his name's wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. didn't I didn't recognize her initially, but uh, uh, I like I I thought I knew her from something, but I couldn't mm-hmm. actually remember her from that show. But I saw it online. Yeah. No, she's good. Yeah, but uh, she's. It's always nice when you see familiar actors. You know, it's like oh, yeah. look at you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you get to if you watch you, TV. Hey, if you watch enough TV, you will see everyone <laughs> in everything. I swear. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Michelle Forbes has made the rounds. Man, she is. She just hops, skips, and a jump in it. It's not a good show unless she's on it at some point. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. She's been on uh, just about all of my favorite shows in the last few years. Yeah, she's been on the top. Some of the and top Star shows. Trek. Yeah. If she had only made it into Twin Peaks. <laughs> she probably was close. Yeah, yeah. She probably I wouldn't be surprised to see auditioned for something in that along at that point. If she yeah. was out here trying to work and I don't know what she was doing, but uh that'd be funny. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that was just a that was just a few years before she was on Star Trek. Yeah. So presumably uh Presumably she was trying to be uh, an actor at that time. She might even have been one. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't looked at her stuff recently. But, yeah, anyway, uh, uh, people are everywhere. <laughs> that is a true statement, folks. You heard it here first. <laughs> you can quote me on that as well. I will. Got my quote book here. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so, you know, I think we both had complained a little bit that uh, the first couple episodes of this season were, you know, pretty good, not spectacular. They spun their wheels a little bit. They're they're being a little slow in developing some of the storylines, I think, uh, you know. Um, but I think this episode got the plot going again. Big time. They, they and we like, finally... Yeah. What were you gonna say? The uh, the the thing that struck me about this episode was that uh, for a huge number of the characters, uh, like they they were left in peril. Yeah. Or with like a big problem. Yeah. You know, whereas in the previous episodes, not really so much, and mm-hmm. the problems are way more minor. Like every, a lot of things came to a head in a quick amount of time. Yeah. Uh, in this episode, and so. It it just felt it's, more yeah. exciting than what they've been doing before, which is much more relaxed and. Uh, this is yeah. I mean, if if the whole se- this season was a movie script, I'd say this is you know plot point one. We're about to go into act two now. Yeah. You know, 
we had the the first couple episodes, which was set up, you know, and now we're gonna go into the big, uh, you know, because now we one of the big reveals was that the Fellowship of the Sun has Godric. Yes, which means we're probably gonna see Godric again. Yeah. Which will, I think will be really interesting, considering, you know, we only saw him in that flashback like a thousand, thousand years, ago. years ago. Yeah, and, it, and it, that seems like the kind of thing, you know, that seems like the kind of character you wouldn't ever really see. Right. You know, but it's like he might be there, and then he's going to be that kid. Yeah, and it'll be weird to see him, you know. And he does, will be, yeah, you know, he'll act totally differently. You yeah, know? I mean, you know, uh, what's, uh, Eric's actually changed quite a bit. Uh, oh, yeah. He was a Viking warrior. <laughs> he was a Viking, yeah, warlord, yeah. <laughs> Fighting to get to Valhalla, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. So presumably, you know, living in the world since then has... Uh, has uh, changed him somewhat. So yeah, it'll be cool. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing that. Uh, yeah. Uh, but but there was just there was just a flurry of activity, and it just it made the first. I I didn't just I really can't say I didn't like any of the previous episodes. I'd say they were fairly. Yeah. Good, I yeah I didn't dislike any of them, but well the first one wasn't great. I didn't think. Well. I, it got better quickly, you know. It, it definitely it, got it, better quickly. It just felt like they were being coy in yeah. retrospect, like especially with this Michelle Forbes plot. Like this—that was a, a big one. Yeah, they had they had spent a lot of time on that already, you know. Yeah. And then we came into this season, and it's like they're still spending a lot of time with it. Yeah, yeah. This was the first episode. Like what they did in this episode, they could have done like two parties ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole thing. Yeah, it was, it was it was it was too too many parties. I think. Like, yeah. We we once we once they had the big party and and Tara was like, no, I don't like this, and she left. Like that was when we got it. Yeah. And then they went another party. Another party. And then another. And then I think it was Tara's party. Yeah. And we you know we kept seeing like that same couple. You know, the mm-hmm. old couple, the old guy, and they got more and more gross as every time yeah. there's a party. Like, he just, they just get more and more sexual and stuff. Yeah. He, by the way, uh, if I'm not mistaken, plays the doctor on Star Trek Enterprise. Uh, that Whoa. actor. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, and he's also in some other things I've seen. Uh, but uh, anyway, I just thought that out there. Um, wow. He. I've never seen it, so I don't really know who that is. But yeah, it's yeah. I don't know. Um. So I don't know. Yeah, I think there was a couple too many parties. We got it. They they just. I think there's there is a lot to Marianne, and and I think part of, that's part of the problem is they had a lot to show us. They had to show us, you know, obviously the buildup of her attracting people to these parties. Uh, they had to show. They had to deal with her being this sort of creature who attack. You know, the one who attacks Suki and why, and then that yeah. ties into Daphne. Yeah. And then and then they have to develop that whole thing with with uh, Sam and Daphne. Um, yeah. So that's her. So it can circle back to Marianne. Uh, and then they had to deal with. Um, like her thing with Tara had to deal with like you know um, the fact that she can manipulate people's emotions pretty specifically. Yeah. Uh, so they had a lot, to, you know, they had a lot to do with her, and uh, 
Um, and that was, I think, you know, no one expected that. It was just like, get on with it already. Isn't it, isn't this it? Aren't we done? She can eat a lot of food. Okay. What else? Keep going. Aren't you done? Please mm-hmm. tell us what it is. Sam thought it was the money. <laughs> we thought we were done with this. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, come on guys. Yeah. But you know what? It led up to a very interesting, uh, conclusion. And I, I don't say that because I like orgies. Um, I just, you know, it's yeah. just that was such a weird thing to see. Um, yeah. And it was very – and you know what? Her The effect of her buzzing, I think, never looked better than, than in that shot. Yeah. Like, it made it worse. All the other times when she did it and it looked weird, like, it made it worth it to see her doing it in that environment and, like, somehow the way they had her – that she was dancing with it, yeah. Made it made it really work. Like she was this other thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, and you got I don't know, it, it seemed it seemed to solidify the whole effect for me for some reason. Um but uh and I thought no, you know, I, I, yeah, it was the best. And uh I also liked uh yeah <laughs> believe it or not, I'm not I'm also not just a huge fan of orgy scenes. Um <laughs> But what I liked about this one is it, <laughs> is it sort of had um, it had a kind of eyes wide shut quality to it, where they they were doing this kind of mindless yeah sexual activity that was like it became they were doing it so mindlessly and so like sort of. Uh, uh, robotically that it it sort of it seemed it just felt kind of creepy and gross well it was creepy and gross because you got the sense they weren't doing it under their own will and it was so not the thing that these people would ever do yeah and it was not even just like they're individually kind of having sex it was like this this you know insane crazy like super you know, super rated X orgy. Right. It wasn't even like mild, normal sex, you know, like yeah, that, exactly. that'd be one of the, it was like, so not only are they not under their own control, but someone's manipulating them and taking them that far and there's yeah. nothing they can do about it. And yeah. she's been doing this for thousands of years. It's what they're doing. And the fact that they're doing it out in the open in the group, yeah. other people are around them. The whole context is ridiculous. And yeah. yeah, we know some of the characters. I feel like even the eyes are kind of, Helping, they're sort of working. Oh, totally. Like totally. the like the masks and and eyes wide shut. Like it makes it even sort of creepier for 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 them to have their eyes like that. Yeah. You know. So uh, and of course her uh, Michelle Forbes in the middle doing her blurry dance. Yeah. Um, which was good as well. And man, when she when 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 Tara and uh, is it Eggs? Is that what she calls them? She kept calling him that, and then I was like, <laughs> What is his name, Eggs? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I thought, is she saying X? Like, but she just got a weird accent, so she's saying X. Like, I didn't know what she was uh, saying anymore. Yeah, I didn't, I don't remember his name now. Now, now I want to look up and see what his character's name is supposed to be. Because every time she said eggs, I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Well, someone give her some eggs already. She's asking for eggs all day. What's going on, eggs? Stop! Stop! Yeah, no. His name is Eggs, according to IMDb. Eggs. It's eggs. <laughs> 
man. I, I well, don't I know why. Say it, but, but that cracks me up. I don't know how, but... See what I, see what I did there? <laughs> yes, eggs, I did. That cracks, because, you know, eggs crack. That's one of the... It's, the, it's the, even better the, when you explain it in detail. The pop culture sort of funny things about eggs. It's in the zeitgeist. You should look it up. <laughs> okay. Page 10,082. <laughs> I like the specificity. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Of what? Who knows? But that's the page. That's the page in the zeitgeist. If I knew the book. Oh, it's zeitgeist, the book. Yeah. I didn't say it was a book. I just said oh. it in pages. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. Um, it's like anyway, a riddle or something. What are you... What are you <laughs> It's <laughs> like I just gave you a riddle. You really did. You solve it. decided to dodge it because it seems like it's unsolvable. <laughs> when when doesn't a book have pages? <laughs> Do you have an answer? <laughs> oh man, I could come up with one. Mm. Okay. <laughs> when it, when it's a jar. Oh. <laughs> See what I did there? I do. Yeah. I do. God. Anyway, uh, was I making a point? Okay. You anyway, were gonna his say name is Egg. About eggs. Um, I was gonna say what I about? I thought eggs? he had a name. I didn't think his name was Eggs. And even if he was calling him Eggs, I thought that would be a nickname or something. Surely he has a, a name besides that. But no. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why his name is Eggs all of a sudden, but uh, she said it a lot. She did say it a lot. (laughs) It was distracting. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. At a certain point. I I feel like at some point he was going to be like, no, that's not my name. Why are you calling me Eggs? Stop calling me Eggs. Who would want to be called Eggs? Maybe his name is uh, Egbert. <laughs> he looks like an egg bird, right? <laughs> I think he looks like an egg bird to me. Egg bird Humperdinkle. <laughs> egg bird Fastmussin. <laughs> Esquire. LVE. Um, anyway, what, what was your point? I feel like it's impossible so, to talk about this character without <laughs> fixating his name. Oh, man. I'm just, I'm trying to think of egg jokes now. That's all I can think of. Egg is a terrible word. Uh, and I, two of them is no better. I hate it. Yeah, no, it doesn't help. Plural form does not help. No, it doesn't. It's just I I just find I find the word <laughs> ugly both in how it sounds and how it looks. Eggs is the kind of word where you're like someone either didn't finish or didn't really start when they came out with the word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They're like yeah. they're not finished with that one. Yeah. It you know, there's some work. words that are like that that are just like yeah you're not done with that word. Yeah. Yeah. Eggs eggs need some work. Yeah. You know, it, but it's weird. The the vowel double consonant s is weird. I think. 
a short word like that. There's not a lot of words like that, I don't think. No. No. No, and I just, the two G's bothers me. You can't say eh and then g. Yeah. Those don't go well together. And then s- but the th- <laughs> but you know, like legs doesn't bother me very much. Oh, because of the le. Yeah, it's not a. The l totally helps. I think yeah. removing the second g helps in terms yes. of looking at it. Yeah. Uh, like if you spell legs with two g's, which I think there is a company out there. Does that mean that it's not Legbert? <laughs> it's leg with two g's. No, <laughs> it's not. It's not leggery. It's not leggery, yeah. <laughs> or Legbert. Yeah. Um. Anyway, what I really want to know what your original point was. Well, I forgot what we were talking about. I was gonna make a point about eggs. We were talking about. <laughs> we were talking about the orgy. Uh huh. Oh, so you were gonna say something about I eggs love, and Tara. What, what I love is when. When Eggs and Tara came in, uh, it seemed like, oh, man, Marianne's caught. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she was like, right on time, guys. <laughs> and that was scary, I think, because you thought that they had figured something out, which they really didn't. Yeah. They really didn't fig- they figured out something happened, but they didn't figure out what. And it seems like, you know, that's what I think what's cool about the show. And it's definitely well written. And they, they, and here's an example because they, they took what we sort of thought, you know, the Scooby-Doo version of it or something, you know, which what we, what we would normally see play out, which they discover a mystery and they get to the place where it's reoccurring in time to stop it with their newfound knowledge. Yeah. But they get there and she doesn't even stop dancing, which I love. That's creepy when like the bad guy sees you doing his bad thing and he just continues like he mm-hmm. doesn't care. Yeah. Uh, Cause you got to be scared why they don't care. Cause uh, yeah, uh, it wasn't an emergency for them. Yeah. It was like, Oh, whatever. And, uh, and then later when you actually see that she did, you know, make them do it too, join the yeah. order too. Yeah. Uh, and you knew that like what they just realized was worth nothing in terms of stopping this. Right. And, uh, and that was, I don't know that, that, that taking that sort of idea we've seen before and just sidelining a little bit is cool, you know, putting, putting in that idea in a different direction. Um, and the show, you know, kind of consistently does that. Definitely. I, I'd actually like to trace through Eggs and Tara's story a little bit, because um, uh, I feel like I don't really understand it completely. Uh, the ending, I get, um, but the, the earlier parts, I, I'm not really sure what they were doing. Uh, maybe, it sounds to me like what you were saying maybe is, is the answer, um, uh, but I want to make sure. So, it all starts when the shower doesn't work uh, in the house. And, oh, it started um, way before that. Well, all right, you know. And then uh, okay. um, it starts with the shower not working, and uh, Michelle Forbes gets pissed about the shower not working. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, so oh, you mean you want to trace what happens in this episode? I thought you meant their whole beginning. No, 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 no. Not from the beginning. Just this, just this episode. Um <laughs> 
so yeah, when we saw Michelle Forbes bitch out about the uh, yeah not being able to take a shower out about the shower, like she's you know she's always been fairly nice to uh, mm-hmm. Tara, you know, um, and she you know should and on some level you would think want to be nice since you know she's trying to stay in this house, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, which which she didn't want her there. It's you know she's a guest in a way too, and and so it's you know it's weird that she's there. And so her like bitching about the shower is like you know way out of line. It seemed weird that she was doing that. I'm not really sure why she did that. Well, I think they were showing us that she is a person who's used to getting what they want and having all the creature comforts. Like you know when 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 she first tried to move into the house, like she brought all her stuff with her. You know what I mean? All the fancy stuff and all the desserts and all the stuff that they make and the lavish foods and all. You know, she's always dancing around eating a grape and, mm-hmm. you know, an olive or whatever. Uh, you know, and so I think they were showing us that she actually likes that stuff and she doesn't like to be uncomfortable. Like, she's a very, you know, uh, self-centered person. Mm-hmm. You know, she doesn't, she wants everything her way when she wants it, you know. Um, and it was, it was. I think it's weird given that they keep how, you know, they were pointing us in the direction of how crazy she is in terms of what she is, uh, that she would be, you know, uh, this upset about uh, what is some pretty trivial stuff Yeah. Uh, for someone like that. Uh, but I think you know they're 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 showing us that's her character, and really all it does is gives it's just really an excuse for Eggs and Tara to get out of the house together. That's all it is. Yeah, wise. Yeah, they didn't really talk about the result. They didn't talk about going. So they they leave. Here's the thing. If you if you leave to go somewhere and you never get to that place, it wasn't about getting to that place. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like that's screenwriting one hundred and one. Like, yeah. So they they leave to go get this part for the to fix and the they shower. Gotta, yeah, and they got to drive far. How come it wasn't down at the local store? You know, it's all in this one town and this one place that has it in this one area. You know, no, it was definitely plot. I mean, that was that was all plot driven. That whole thing, and I think they had an opportunity to uh, have to show some character with Marianne in terms of. Yeah, uh, her getting what she wants, you know, and her comfort. And I, but I'm wondering if they actually went and got the part or not. They didn't, because they were on their way to get to get the part. They got sidetracked with this whole uh, thing where he made them pull over. Okay, but they didn't continue. I mean, once they went back uh, to the car, they didn't. Uh... No, I think once I think we're supposed to believe once they realized someone was murdered at this place that he has no memory of being, but he knows he was at. I think they went straight back to Marianne's. Well, straight back home. I see. I don't think they stopped to get the part. Okay, so the shower's still not going to work. No, shower still isn't going to work. Okay. All right. I, yeah. I mean, I guess maybe they could say they did it if they, you know, want to, but that's not the impression I got. You know, I don't, I don't see how he was that upset yeah. and they decided to stop. I mean, considering they hadn't even reached the place yet. And they showed you know? them getting back, uh, right? And I, I don't think they showed. Uh, I don't think they showed them with the part. I mean, it would probably would be in their car. Yeah. It's just they kind of seem like they walked out to the back or whatever. But, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, 
it seems like they might want to say they did get it so they don't have to worry about the shower anymore right. unless unless like they'll be like oh Carl fixed it or something yeah they could you know that. or we or she was like I couldn't wait on you guys any longer so I called someone to come over yeah you know like some little excuse like that yeah um, yeah yeah but you're you're right that it's uh as became clear to me uh while I was watching it that uh it wasn't about the the mm-hmm. art for the shower no. Which would have been really lame. So, yeah, at a certain point, they're driving to get this part, and Eggs uh, gets <clears> this uh, urge to pull over and go in this particular direction, um, but uh, has no conception of what it is he's looking for or going toward. Um, so they walk to- through the woods, and uh, uh, and they come upon this little grove, I don't know what you call it, uh, uh, area. It's almost like a little, like, makeshift campsite. Yeah, there you go. You know, something like that. And I guess there's blood there, and... So there was, like, a big rock, uh, you know, and and it looked like some, it was a big blood stain on it. It looked kind of like a carved stain, too. I couldn't really tell if that carve indention was supposed to be like a knife did that or a sword did that or was that just what the rock looked like but it was sort of in the same kind of area where the blood was so yeah but suffice to say someone died on that thing yeah yeah or some blood got spilt i guess that's what we find out um but you know eggs eggs like starts crying and he's upset and you don't really I, I don't. Did they ever? Did they ever have any kind of conception over what happened there? Like, was yeah, it just, I think was I think they're 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 playing out the story, man. I think he he's basically getting the feelings of whatever repressed memories he's got, either repressed because it was traumatic or repressed because Marianne repressed them. Uh, but I think what probably happened there was something just like what happened at you know was, was okay. basically the orgy scene. And so I it think ties in. It's not it's like probably, some completely unrelated no. thing. Come on. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even answer that. I can't even. uh, You know, man. Was it completely unrelated or does it tie into their main (laughs) storyline? Uh... (laughs) All right. When you say it out loud, it sounds like a bad question. I mean, they, they bookmarked it for you. They had the scene of them finding something crazy going on in a, in a sort of circular area in the middle of nowhere with a big blood stain with Tara and the guy and eggs finding it. And then the next scene is them showing up to Marianne, the same kind of setting. Uh, and you see, and then we see later with, uh, with the knife she gets with uh, and threatens Sam with. You know, it's. I think it's a ritual. It's. Uh, she comes in and she she gathers these people and she gets sucks some energy or something from their good times and it sort of she she builds it. It, it seems like it was important that it built. You know, it wasn't like the first night she had the party she got them to go this far. It was like yeah, somehow she was able to build it and weave this grand like theater of pan sex Greek craziness you know yeah. like like this all all of the you know all the plates were spinning you know and and she just dances in the middle it's such a weird character yeah you know uh but i think that's kind of what's going on uh obviously sam's not gonna die um you know but um i think uh it's it's definitely interesting uh and we saw you know we saw 
the servant guy put the bull head on her, and then the head kind of like came to life a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if if I'm wondering I'm wanting to see what's next when they show us the relationship between that 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 head and and her, and if she just turns into like does does the head meld with her body? And she becomes this bull-headed monster, or is it like her body changes into the sort of clawed monster, but not her head? But then she's wearing that bull-head thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I wonder if it's if what what where the division is. Like it, I guess basically is having the claws part of being the bull creature. Because we saw her have the claws without the head. Yeah, that's true. You know, so I'm just wondering if it's like she could be that creature and not have the head on, you know, but that's just something she likes to do or something, or that's part of her power or something. But she doesn't have to have the bull head on. Or is it that when she transforms into the creature, part of it is having the bull head on and the bull head becomes effectively her real head. Yeah. And it's like made out of real stuff, like flesh and stuff. Yeah. Is that what you think? That that was that was what I, yeah that was what I was thinking based on watching it. Okay. Um, uh, because yeah, she's got the claws without it. Um, I don't really know why there needs to be a thing. I mean, it kind of seems to me like you know it was either that or have her head morph into that <laughs> shape. Yeah. You know, so they went with that, and it was kind of cool because the mask was kind of creepy uh, yeah. as well. Um, it's got a weird, like you know, um, element to it. Love this, this, this thing that gives you power or changes you or something. Or yeah, you know, it's more than it looks. You know. Yeah, exactly. Because um, uh, she can ob- obviously do stuff without it, um, but it seems like she's doing something, you know, beyond what we've seen her well, do already. And, and the, again, goes back to the ritual aspect of it. It seemed like part of a ritual. Yeah. You know, yeah, and maybe totally. that's what she does. I mean, maybe if we go with the Komodo dragon thing, maybe that's maybe she, you know, she clawed Daphne and and uh, and she's been waiting this time, and maybe that's who she's going to kill. You know. Yeah. Maybe whoever gets clawed by the monster is the one that ends up killed at the orgy. It's, or whatever. it's interesting though because she she you know she led uh, she led Sam there. Yeah, I mean, she's definitely working for Marianne or something yeah, somehow. Yeah, like that, that was that was one of the one of the things that surprised me, as well as the fact that she's the pig. Yeah, that was definitely a surprise. Um, I mean, it's it's the kind of thing where if the servant wasn't around, I would I, I would have maybe guessed she was the pig. Yeah, but he seemed to be. You know, that seemed to make sense for him. Yeah, uh, but I guess it's just like. The servant guy is just another person like Eggs and Tara that she just picked up. I don't yeah. know. It's weird. I, I still don't kind of get it. I still don't kind of get why they showed up and why she's naked with the pig. Like, why that? That's how they showed up in town. And yeah, why, you know, what does it, any of that mean? You know, uh, if there, if Eggs is somewhere and Carl is somewhere, like, where are they? Yeah. You know. Yeah. When she's yeah, doing I mean, all it that. certainly seems like they have a history that goes back longer than, mm-hmm. than than that, you know, which wasn't that long ago, I think, in the timeline. 
Um, it is so not attractive that Daphne turns into a pig. <laughs> I think Sam was like, oh, that's your go-to form? Yikes, baby, yikes. Because at first she was like the cute little doe. She was like, you know, mm-hmm. Daphne, and she turned into a deer. Like, it was like, yeah. oh, that fits, you know. But it's like, yeah, my go-to form is a pig. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yikes. <laughs> It was it was weird when uh what's his name? Uh Andy uh saw saw the two of them. I that was and such the, a weird scene, man, when the dog and the pig are crossing the street yeah, together, like and hanging the pig out. Had to run and the pig was like way behind because it's this like giant pig. It can't you know it's not a fast it, it was runner. Gonna, it was gonna get caught. If if he even tried, that pig was yeah. still gonna get caught. Yeah. There's no there's no pretending that it could get away. It looked it looked like it was struggling. It did, it did. I was like, Oh no, don't make the pig run. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. It was like that pig is like, yeah. It really wants to go faster. It's really trying, guys, but it just can't. Just can't. It's a pig. But it, it seems like it seems like this Daphne thing was just uh, a, a you know a fairly elaborate scheme to get Sam there. Yeah, and that's really weird. I gotta say that's that's really weird. I don't know. I mean, it, does that mean that she that uh, what's her name, Marianne? Yeah. Uh, that she just figure out what the anagram of that is. Maybe I know. Can I was figure just out what thinking. She <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I guess I should think about that. Yeah, pull 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 some of our lost tricks on this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go Wikipedia some of some of this stuff and see what comes up. Mm-hmm. I'm sure yeah. there's people who do. I guess put it in an anagram generator. Man, we don't have to do a uh, we don't have to do a True Blood podcast, do we? Is that is are we on the beginnings of that or what? Oh no, no, we're not, are we? Like the show's not going to get to the point where like. What what we're podcasting now? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, you know, the uh, this episode just had a lot of stuff in it. Yeah, more, more yeah. than the average one. I don't think we could really do, you well, know, not, not a super long one. Yeah, we could do a short one, definitely. Yeah, it wouldn't be like the Lost, though. Well, what would? That's true. That's true. Um. But we could, but, yeah. you know, we could, we could. Yeah, we'll see. Well, you know, depending on whatever, how the episode is and yeah, time and all that. Well, um, definitely good. Uh, uh, yeah. So, uh, so we found we found out like multiple things. I guess that was the other thing that was uh, good about it. There were there were quite a few reveals. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, so they, you know, they quit holding back like they've been doing for so long. Yeah, this was the final. This was the payoff from the, the whole build up from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, also learning that you know that Marianne was that creature that attacked Suki. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's another thing. Uh, you know what? We don't know who killed the lady, right? That was put in Lafayette's car. No, we don't. That's a big mystery. <laughs> no, we don't. That's still up in the air. Forgot about that. <laughs> so they kind of brought that up at some point. Now. They brought they somebody mentioned that either this episode or last episode, but it wasn't a big point. Uh, but 
I don't know what they're doing with that. I mean, I, I would assume Marianne did it. I, I don't know who else could have done it or why. Um, unless... <sighs> yeah, she's on the obvious suspect. Uh, I can't I can't think. Did... Was did, it in that scene with Lafayette? Did, did, did Andy bring it up? Yeah, I think that's what it was. Uh, yeah, he said something like she was found in your car or something. Yeah, or yeah, maybe. because she had, she had, uh, you know, she had, uh, you know, ripped off his cousin or something, mm-hmm. and uh, blah blah blah. Um, so it did come up, but it wasn't really. I mean, not, you know, obviously he didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not really helpful. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It kind, with... of, kind of seems like it kind of seems like they've swerved away from that. Um, mm-hmm. Like they've gone down a different road. There's so much other stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. Now here's my question: Did Godric steal hearts? Did he uh... mention something about? Taking his heart or taking the heart of people, or am I making that up? I feel like, or, or have we seen a vampire do that? I don't. I don't think so. Okay. I don't remember that happening. I don't know who, who else could have done it, uh, unless it's Michelle Forbes' character, unless it's Marianne. Um, yeah. You know, or or Bill did it because that was the night he. Uh, he had to go heal, right? Oh, From, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, hey, wait, he I don't think they're going to have Bill do it, though. Did Did Suki ask him about that? There, there there was a thing. I think I think Bill, like, he killed he killed one of her relatives or something. Didn't he yeah, didn't he kill someone that was like did something bad and he was like, Oh well they did some, oh yeah, he killed Uncle Bart. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that's right. And that's who he that's who we fed on or whatever? I think so. Oh, okay, okay. I Should think he so. hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I think that was I think that was that. Okay, I don't know who did the, the the lady in the car thing. That's that's all kinds of weird. Uh, it you doesn't know, seem like it matters at this point. Yeah, but that's the thing. I feel like it 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 might all come back to that, or somehow yeah. that's going to be part of what's going on. Um, yeah, uh, they they do need to say more. Yeah, that's that's weird. But I no, I haven't really thought about it for a long time. Uh, what else is going on? The whole thing with Sam and Daphne was good. I thought that storyline worked. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, but she, she was obviously too good to be true. Yeah. I mean, Sam should have saw that coming. Where did you come from? (laughs) Like, you know, Sam, come on, dude. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my Sam. You know, Sam really reminds me of Sawyer without all the cynicism. He's yeah, he's Sawyer like who 
yeah, he saw your light. Yeah. You know, he saw your light. It's just, um, yeah, he doesn't have the cynicism. Uh, he's, he's, uh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's just, he hasn't given up on life. Yeah. Yeah. Sawyer saw a lot of bad stuff early, so that, yeah. that warped him. But they're, they're, they could be cousins. They're, they're similar. Yeah, yeah, they're really yeah. similar. He, he reminds me of him sometimes. It's weird. Yeah. Alternate universe Sawyer. Mm-hmm. I could see him open up a little bar. Yeah. Yeah, the southern thing helps, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole Lafayette thing is interesting. Yes, I don't so know now, where they're going with that. That was just a minor setup. I know it was the total like setup. Like she walks in saying, "Here, now you get to sell V again." Yeah. The way they're portraying him, you know, his his sort of post traumatic stress, I think, is really interesting. Yeah. Uh, it is. You, I really didn't see that coming. I know. Isn't that weird? I I have the same feeling of like, it's I didn't. I didn't expect him to to do this with him, and uh, it's sort of surprising when they when when they have those scenes and you, but because it feels realistic, that's what makes it work. Is yeah, this is how he should be reacting, and you don't think that Lafayette would because he's Lafayette. Yeah, you think somehow he would put on a brave face at least, but he just can't even. He's been affected so much he can't even pretend. Like yeah, you know, uh, and that's I think what's what's interesting that that people didn't that I don't think you see coming. Yeah, in certain situations he he's able to act normal, but once his alarm bells go off, he loses control yeah. completely. Yeah. Um. Uh. And yeah, I didn't uh, I didn't expect that, but yeah, it's nice. It's it's. Stuff like that usually goes away faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. It's like, oh, he just now that he's rescued, we're done with that, right? Yeah. But now and it's like, just, no, they're gonna deal with the aftermath of it. Yeah, and he's not just like losing it, but his his personality just isn't the same. Like he's yeah. sort of been, you know, dulled mm-hmm. by the experience. He doesn't he doesn't have any of his uh, more outward qualities anymore. Yeah. Um, when he they had him back to with the headscarf on, yeah, and I was like, oh yeah, that's what Lafayette used to look like. <laughs> yeah, like, that used to be him. the image of of him. Yeah, yeah, I had kind of forgotten it's because he had been not like that for so long. Yeah, in the in the dungeon and and then mm-hmm. when he was just recuperating. Yeah. Interesting. Laying around his house, but yeah, I, I I don't know why they want him to do that. I don't know what the I don't know where that's going. I have no idea. I have no idea because it can't it can't I think be connected to the Scotrick plot, right? I mean, what would it have to do um, with that? It could be connected to the Fellowship of the Sun stuff. I think maybe. I mean, they basically want, they basically think there's people out there who want to buy V, and maybe they, they're looking for those kind of people or something, you know. Someone who they're looking for maybe is someone who, you know, would buy V or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, uh, you know, I don't think it's a money thing. Uh, yeah. 
you know, maybe maybe it's maybe it's Eric's way of repaying, you know, or, or trying to be nice to him, mm-hmm. like giving him back something that he knew he loved, even though he doesn't want it anymore. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, Eric, you know, maybe Eric, in his own little way, feels bad, mm-hmm. and is like, you know, trying to give him back. I mean, they they can maybe go that way, you know. Yeah. 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 That's that's that could be. You know, I like the way they write Terry. Uh the Terry? Cook, the cook guy. Oh that guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like almost every scene he has, like they do something really interesting with him. And like he, he just he you you can never really lock him down as a character, you know, he's he, he, you know, he just says really interesting things, and like when you know when he stood up for Lafayette, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. You know, and like just the way he like, you expect him to say one thing, and he says something else. You know. Yeah. Half half the time. Yeah. No, he, there's something offbeat about him. He's, he's yeah. a weird character. I I I I agree. I don't have a read on him. I don't feel like I can define what his. Uh, nature is yeah like like that scene when like sam asked him to take over the place and he was like all bashful about it and then he's like okay i'll do it sam you bet you coward you just mm-hmm. gonna leave <laughs> <laughs> yeah like all of a sudden he was just like mad and it was like what happened yeah it was weird yeah I forgot about that yeah and it made it just made like sam feel instantly bad like hmm it's like you ask someone to do their favor, they accept, and then they they tell you you shouldn't have done that. It's like what? Oh, but you just you accepted. You... Yeah, can't complain now because it's like you can't complain now because you can't take it back. You know, like mm-hmm. it's crazy. But yeah, I like the way they write his character. Yeah, yeah, I agree. He's something. I uh, yeah, I don't quite know what to do with him. Mhm. Um, and you know Hoyt's kind of like that too. Yeah. He's uh, yeah. you know I think he's he's standing up to his mom more than I than I think ordinarily that a character like that would. Yeah. Because you know like it's like every scene now he's standing up to his mom and it's not like oh a little bit here a little bit there it's like he's 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 actually making progress towards that whole thing. You know, I guess that's where it's just facilitated by Jessica, you know. Yeah. That whole that whole relationship. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the idea. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, Hoyt, uh, Hoyt feels a little more comprehensible to me. Yeah. Uh, I feel like yeah, I understand yeah, him more. He's in a smaller box. Yeah. Um, uh... But still, yeah, that was that was I did I did enjoy that scene uh with him and his mom and the other woman. Mhm. We're very comfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Oh, god. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. It's like, well, the reason she calls me <laughs> really late at night is <laughs> cuz he's a vampire. Uh, so, 
what about um what about this other stuff? Um Oh the I guess the, the sookie side of things. Yeah. <laughs> the sookie side of life. <laughs> which is the horny and indignant side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's pretty much all she is, is either horny or indignant. Mm-hmm. One of the two. Sookie Stackhouse, ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes both. Sometimes both. Never neither. <laughs> Never, ever, ever neither. <laughs> That's right. Um, uh, but not just Sookie. Uh, we've also, we also got a bit more backstory with Bill uh, in this episode. Uh, with his... Um, Maker in the mm-hmm. 20s or something. It's weird. Yeah, I forgot uh, about that whole thing. Weird scene. <laughs> weird that, singing. Yeah, with him singing. Uh, and, and singing with like an American accent, but then they're then they then they're French, you know? Yeah, weird. Yeah. It's like, huh? Yeah, what they're are pretending you? to be French, and then they lure this couple in. Mm-hmm. And feed on them, um, yeah. And then like uh, you know, and then start like having sex next to their corpses. It yeah. was a really weird scene to watch because it's like this isn't you know. I gotta say, like they really, they they are really doing things for the you know the vampire genre that's I think you that you haven't seen before, like that scene. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think I've ever seen a scene like that. Um, yeah, I I don't think I have either. Just uh, to the extent that they didn't shy away from what they were doing. Yeah. And uh, even down to like making the couple watch and like you know just the whole like tormenting of them, plus the feeding on them, plus yeah. the having sex, rolling in the blood. Yeah. Of, you know, and uh, and just. But it's like that's what vampires would do. I mean, this blood is what they love, and they get to you know, and rolling around in it is something you would think a very you know creature like that would do. But you've never really seen kind of that thing, you know. Yeah. And it's yeah, it is weird to watch. Yeah, yeah. The the scene would have been one thing if it were like, you know, two random evil vampires I'd never heard of before. Mm-hmm. Uh, it still would have been weird, but it was especially weird to watch Bill do it because it's yeah. not the. I think that was cool. Not yeah. the character I'm used to, and it's weird to see that he's obviously changed somewhat uh, yeah. over the years. Well, year. that's the whole thing is they had to prove that because they kept saying, I mean, he can't be saying this entire time vampires are, you know, sort of evil and they're. You know they're uh, you know these dark creatures. Uh, he can't keep saying that and exclude himself. I mean, like, yeah, that was the whole thing. Is at some point he had to behave like that too, and it was cool to like see like, okay, this is what Bill used to be. You know, he was a va- like all vampires go through that stage. You know, most continue to be that in that stage, and some like Bill try to be more civilized. You know, and like even Eric too. You know. Yeah. But uh but but yeah, so so you know, no vampire can say that they weren't like that and so that was that's kinda cool we finally get to see Bill uh like that. And then of course seeing the control that this lady has over him. Yeah. Yeah. I think I got confused though 
at some point I was confused with, um, I think it's the scene where she and Eric are talking about all this. And and mm-hmm. the I don't know the something with the dialogue I got really confused on what what was said or like or maybe it was like who made who and I guess we figure that out later but I think in that one scene I was really confused whether Bill made her or she made Bill oh she made I mean we've seen it they they showed the flashback yeah 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 I know that's what I'm saying like I think but I think that was afterwards right no. No, I mean we, that was. I think that was in season one. Oh really? Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. I don't so, remember. I don't remember them them talking about her in season one. Yeah, yeah. They that that was basically his flashback uh, when they show him like I don't know. He was in the Civil War or something, and he. Oh yeah. He has to that's stop right. at his house, and that's she's her. there. Yeah, that's her. I totally forgot about that whole and thing. That it fucked me up because in the previous episode, you know, they end it with her in the hallway. Yeah. And I didn't recognize her. That was the thing. I didn't recognize her either. I thought they were just as a whole new character, and we were like, "Yeah, I totally forgot that that was her." Because she she looked different, and she I was just totally like, "Oh, different. there's a vampire in the hallway of the vampire hotel." Like, I I didn't really yeah. see why that was supposed to be an ending. Dude, um, I didn't get it either. I thought it was, yeah, I didn't, I thought it was someone they, that, you know, they sent to kill them. And I thought the next scene was going to be, you know, Bill having to protect against this vampire lady that yeah. is sent to kill them or something. Uh, yeah, I didn't know what was yeah, going see, on. Yeah, see, now that I know, once I realized in this episode who that was, I was like, oh, that was the point of that ending. Like, oh, she's back. Yeah. You know, that's what we were supposed to say. But I just didn't recognize her at all, so... Yeah, that... Um, yeah. So it's, the effect was ruined, but... Yeah, uh, totally. I did not recognize her. Uh, That's why I thought that whole scene with Eric was weird, because she came in like we knew her already, and I was like, who are you, and what are you doing, and why are you Bill ma- Bill's maker? And, like, this is the way they're telling us, and... Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, you're only here because... Eric needs a favor. I'm like, this is weird. But yeah, she's got the whole backstory I totally forgot about. That makes yeah. that makes it all work now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. Um uh Yeah, at some point at some point, I guess when they said that she was the maker, I was like, Oh, that's her and I remembered the scene and then it all kind mm. of clicked for me. But uh uh the thing the thing that was so uh, still, I I'm not sure I totally understand what happened. Uh, so so Eric sent for her, and then she goes and stops the bill from helping Suki. Is that the idea? I mean, don't they want Suki to not die? Um, for example, I mean, I like I I don't understand. Um, I think maybe I would say what they want is, and what they actually kind of get is, Suki and the guy get taken to where Godric is. And I think that's probably what they wanted. And they didn't want Bill to intervene at the first sign of Suki getting scared. I see. Okay. So they basically wanted Suki to go further than Bill would have let her go. I see. I'm going to assume that's what happened. Um... Yeah. But it is playing a dangerous game because if she's, you know, 
And it, they could have set her up, too, because the people already knew. Yeah, yeah. I was confused about that, too. I I always have trouble understanding people when Sookie's reading their minds. <laughs> like, I can never It's quite, a different perspective. Uh, I just... I, like well, I usually just can't understand the words they're saying, mm-hmm. and so uh, so like I miss things. Um, uh, uh, so it wasn't like sometimes I can, but yeah, but sometimes uh, I just miss it. And so like I got the sense that they knew something, but I I wasn't sure if they knew ahead of time or if they had just like. Yeah, I don't think you know when they knew, but they knew or they knew fairly early on. And I think the idea is they they already they they knew from the beginning. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it was like anything that they did during the course of the interview that did it. I think they already knew. Yeah, that's knew. what I was thinking. I was thinking yeah, somehow no, I think they, they had already knew them. because he he already had that guy waiting, I think. Like the security guy. Yeah, big Mickey. You know? Yeah, and they had already at some point obviously talked about it, and you know, and so, and this, you know, and the the uh, the preacher guy was on the tour with them the whole time, so he must have told the security guy the plan before they got there. So I, I think they knew. I think they were probably set up by Eric and those guys. It just it seemed like at a certain point, Sookie read their minds and they knew, but like why? You know, it seems like she should have known earlier if they were thinking those thoughts earlier. Well, the, I think it was the beginning part, wasn't it? Just mainly with the wife or something. And yeah. She didn't. She didn't know. And then it was. Oh, really? She didn't the, know. She didn't know. That was. Yeah, I don't think she knew. I thought she knew. She just didn't like what they were doing. I guess the sense she didn't know, but but she she understood what they were doing really quickly when when it was like when he was saying things like let me show you the whatever and you yeah. know the sort of code words that she knows, uh you know, I mean I may I, I'm saying she didn't know because I think it goes along with the idea that he keeps shutting her out you know yeah which she complained about so right. I think that might have been something she, he didn't tell her but he could have he could have said these two people coming you know might be infiltrators to her, maybe, but, um, because the wife did think something at some point, didn't she? Didn't we hear her think something? I think so. But it was when it was, it was kind of obvious, though, at that point, so it's kind of hard to tell when she thought that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I thought she read both their minds, and, but, once again, like I, I had trouble understanding, so I wasn't sure exactly. Yeah. What and the thing, is, like she says, is she can really only read what they're thinking. Like she can't really probe deep or whatever. Like if they're kind of thinking it, she can pick up on it. But you know, if they're if they're you know like thinking about something else, and that she won't hear that. Yeah. You know. I I just expect that you know they would be thinking that. A fair amount during this time, since there's this plan that they're gonna undergo, and you know, it would be it would be strange if they never if the first time they thought about it was sort of that deep into it. Maybe they know she's a telepath, but that's the thing. She's got to be consciously trying to read their mind. Like she, you know, you notice she doesn't talk when she's reading their minds, and she was talking the whole interview. Like that was yeah. kind of part of the thing. Yeah. So she has to concentrate to read it, and she's got to be picking up on what they're what they're saying. Uh, so it's not just like if they're thinking it at any time that she's in the room, she'll hear it. 
it's not a continuous stream that that she gets. Like I think, well, I think she gets like noise continuously, but in terms of picking something out, it's a concerted effort. I think I think that's what we're led to believe from all her bitching about it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. All right. So they did that, and then she. So they already knew, and they're gonna take her downstairs. So the they, birthday party. They they know she's trying to infiltrate. Yeah. So what are they planning to do with her? They're gonna kill him. Oh, okay. Yeah, the simple, the usual, you know, the usual. number one special. <laughs> Nothing crazy. No. Okay, all right. So are the, this uh, this this altar or whatever it is they build? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, are they gonna are they gonna kill Godric on that? Yeah. Is that the idea? They, okay. Yeah, that's what he said about the uh, breaking the daylight or whatever it's called, the ritual of yeah, whatever it was called, where they you kill a, you stake a vampire and then you know you leave him there and he's dead and then when the sun comes up he'll explode, you know, yeah, he'll burst into flames. Yeah, you know something Jesus would do. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, of course. That was, it's just uh, a lot of Jesus. <laughs> It's one of the lesser-known Gospels where he did that. Yeah. I got to say, the, the, the lady who plays the wife, man, you know, I'm from Texas, and I've never met anyone who plays that per, that perfectly. Oh, yeah. The, that, like, blonde southern girl. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I'm like, wow. Yeah. She's, she's got that part down. She's probably from Australia. <laughs> it's no, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it sounds totally uh, authentic, and they get it with the lines too. Oh, it's um, just in the lines, the way she the way she talks about stuff, and the way she says things is yeah, yeah. It's definitely in the dialogue too. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a good. Uh, <laughs> they did a good job with that. Finally, they brought this. Uh, they brought that whole subplot into the main story. Yeah. In a I mean, when is the preacher going to say that he knows that they slept together or whatever? Like, you know he knows. You know, he's not stupid. Like, yeah. I just don't think this guy is stupid. Like, No, I don't think he's He's got to know, you know, unless the, the reveal is he's... Unless the reveal is he's interested in Jason, too. Yeah. You know, because he's a weirdo. Yeah, he's definitely a weirdo. Yeah, I don't think he has any limits on anything they could do for him. He's uh, he does he he comes off like a guy with an ulterior motive. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I I've never felt like we've really seen what he's really like because mm-hmm. I feel like he's always kind of putting on a persona. Oh man, he's good at it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, his character is. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, he moved. I mean, he moves Jason in his house. Like, I think what it's probably going to end up being is just that the uh, you know the 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 what's the guy's name? I don't know why I don't know any of these characters. What guy? The preacher guy. Oh God, yeah, I don't know. His Mark name or something? Maybe. <laughs> uh, 
You know, yeah. I think it's going to be that he, you know, either wanted to just appease his wife, so so he let he let her have Jason, you know, uh, just so he could focus on the business, and not, you know, like, because you know that was the whole sort of rift between the two of them. So maybe that's what that's kind of what it was, right? You know, or or he wants her to go as far as to commit adultery. So that anything he does, he can just use that and be like, "Well, you did this." Mm-hmm. You know. But I think you know he he you know it's you know any married man I think would would think twice when Jason's gonna move in their house down the street from his you know down the hall from his wife who's off you know uh, at home alone you know a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. where is he in all these weird times? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, so I think he's off, like, playing, you know, War God, and, and he's like, you know, uh, he doesn't mm-hmm. feel bad because he knows what his wife is doing. Mm-hmm. You know? I see. I see. Who his wife is doing. Who is Do you think he knows that Jason is Sookie's brother? I don't... I don't think he knows that. Okay. No, I don't think he knows that. I think that'll be part of what happens is Jason's going to figure out what's going on. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure she will run to Jason and say, uh, you know, the wife will run to Jason and say, my husband's doing this and he's got this girl or whatever. And I could see something like that happening. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I guess it was such a crazy situation they were in when sort of, you know, when you realize that the people who are showing you around like want to kill you. Yeah. And how do you how do you get out of that situation without causing any alarm? That yeah. you know you don't want to let on that you know that. <laughs> so yeah. you want to get out of there ASAP. It's it's tricky. Yeah, you don't know how to play it. You don't know if you. You know, you don't know what they're gonna do when they're gonna react. You want to be able uh-huh. to get away. You don't want to be trapped. But if you if you let them know that you're anxious, then they mm-hmm. then they might tighten up and make yeah. sure you can escape. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, it, yeah, that's that was a good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I like that scene when they were trying. Yeah, it's a weird little situation to be in, and it's you're trying to get out, but you don't you don't know what your window of opportunity is. Yeah, you know, like, um, you know, it's uh, yeah, it's interesting. And it's also weird because they're you know up until the last moment, like they're maintaining, you know, mm-hmm. normality as yeah. they're just having a, you know, they're just a couple there who want to have a wedding and they're being shown around the church and they're just, but, but, you know, both of them know what's going on and, and it's just a matter yeah. of time before it crosses the barrier into, you know, craziness. Yeah. And then when the guy shows up, that's when, you know, oh crap, yeah. they're really like, he yeah, just that doesn't. guy, man. Ugh. Yeah. Some about his face scares me. <laughs> Is it a scary face? He's got a scary face. I yeah, just, no. It's hard for me to imagine him being a good guy. Yeah, no, he looks like... Uh, he seems like he's either a bad guy or he's like, you know, a really intense, hard-ass, like, football coach. Yeah, those are the two jobs you can get in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because he comes in and it's just like you're you're not gonna you're just not gonna be my friend here. 
Mm-hmm. No, he's not. Yeah, he's not the guy that's like, oh, maybe he's good. Like, you know, he can't play it both both sides of it. He'd be like, no, that's the bad guy. Well, yeah. of course he's acting, so he looks mean. That's true. But uh, but yeah, he's 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 definitely right. That's the kind of guy you hire for a role like that. You know, for yeah. a job like that on that church. You know, like he was the drill instructor. You know. Right. Oh yeah. So, Good point. <laughs> of course. Yeah. You know. That's why. Yeah. 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 So he basically is that. He's both things. <laughs> Very nice. There it is. He's a bad guy drill instructor. Perfect <laughs> role. He should always play bad guy drill instructor. Wow, he got the the, the two. Yeah, wow. The apotheosis of his of his acting right there. <laughs> It is his perfect role. This is his perfect role, the bad guy drill instructor. <laughs> so it's like an army that. movie and a and a and an action movie in one. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um. I like the uh, like I said before. I like the the mirroring of uh, Suki and Bill with uh, that other couple. And uh, and the whole thing he brought up at, with Suzuki about you know about basically being turned and mm-hmm. and you know I just like when they pull back a layer from the original premise of the show which is vampires coming out of the coffin mm-hmm. and they 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 present another idea about w- what their life is like you know and so basically the idea that, that you know that's a concern that mixed couples go through a vampire and a human couple go through is well at one point you know who want to be long term is like well they're going to outlive me unless something ha- unless yeah. they turn me. And that's, it's like Suki had no idea she, she'd even be thinking about that. And not you just know. outlive them, but, you know, physically, one of them will physically age and, yeah. you know, have all sorts of problems with their mm-hmm. organs and stuff like that. And, you know, the, the other one's going to stay exactly the same the entire time. Yeah. And it's just... That's just kind of awkward. And what's great about that too, what adds an extra little sliver of of uh, dilemma is, if you're gonna be turned, like if it's something you're questioning, you want to do it as soon as possible. It's not like, oh, I'll wait yeah. twenty years to find. It's like, well, that'll be the age you're stuck at. Yeah, whatever age you are. So you're your having a so. built-in incentive to do it as young as you feel yeah. is necessary. So it's like. You can't really just – it's not like you can wait until you're 100 and you can go, yeah, I made a mistake. Now turn me and then mm-hmm. you go back to like you're 20. It's like, well, no, you got to do it when you're 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's something I thought about, and, and it's kind of surprising that it's never been brought up, which is, I guess, why they finally got around to it. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it does seem like something that – you know, I mean, the show hasn't gone on that long, so they – it hasn't been yeah. a big issue for a number of months or whatever. Uh, uh, but, you know, for a long-term thing, uh, they'd have to think about it at some point. Yeah, no, I'm glad the way it came up. It came up, you know, fairly organically. And, uh, you know, and it's it's a cool way that they get to mirror this whole thing. Because I was wondering, you know, when we first saw that, the, the actress, I, f- I don't know wh- what her name is or who she plays. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Love her, though. Um, the one who was in Nick talking and, and, um, Dexter, Dexter, um, you know, when I first saw her, I'm like, you know, she kind of had like that one scene with Eric and it seemed like that was it. And I'm like, well, it seems weird that, 
you know, she's not going to be around. And then, and then she pops up later again when she, you know, has her, has her boyfriend or whatever go with Sookie in this whole thing. And I'm like, oh, okay, she's going to be part of this whole Dallas plot line, which is good. Mm-hmm. But I figured, I was like, you know, she's the kind of actress where you, you know, you don't expect her to be in one episode. Oh, right. You right. know, so it was weird because it seemed like when that first episode, like that was just it for her. But then it's like, oh no, she's back and she's gonna get involved in this whole thing with Suki, so Yeah. Yeah. That was a good episode. Yeah, I didn't know what to think of those characters when they introduced them. It seemed weird yeah, and extraneous. Yeah. It seemed like you didn't I didn't really know how much to invest in them. It's like, well, are they really new? Is it just a cameo? Like, you know, are yeah. they going to be around? Like, because they were, inter- you know, all new vampire characters are interesting. Yeah. Because they show, a, they usually show some sort of different side of them, you know. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And there was, there was also, there was also, I think they tried to set up this idea of, you know, vampires in Dallas are different. Yeah. From you know, the vampires that are out in... They're more European, somehow. The country in Louisiana. Yeah, they are more European. <laughs> Who knows why? Dallas is the, Dallas is the, the Europe for vampires? <laughs> I guess so. You know, I think they said... They said at some point that... Uh, did they say... I think they said... Godric was one of the oldest in the new world. Yeah. Um which means that which means that the original vampire must have been, you know, not European. Yeah. I think they're gonna go with that. I mean I think well the cradle civilization is in, you know, the mid the Middle East, Africa region. Right. So I think you know, it, it it's got to originate, you know, most likely in that area at some point. You know, if it's thousands of years, I mean, that's where most people were. So right, yeah, I wonder, it makes sense. I wonder how much of that origin we'll get. I mean, it seems so odd. Like I, how could it? Yeah. And how much history do they know? It seems like something that can't start unless. Yeah, you uh, gotta wonder how much how the vampires' history works. Like, is it an oral history? Yeah. Like, do they really even know what sort of their collective history is, or just stories yeah. that they've been told about? Who yeah, do they have any like working historians who have like yeah. compiled the uh, various records and documents or mm-hmm. whatever there is uh, yeah. to figure that out? And also, you know, since since vampires are uh, you know alive forever. And they, as far as I know, they don't reproduce. Uh, they just turn humans. Mm-hmm. Um, seems like they can't come about by an evolutionary process. Uh, it it just it just wouldn't it just wouldn't work. No, I think it would be it would be something happened, you know. Uh, at one point, something happened, and hey, maybe there's a common ancestor or something, you know. Maybe uh, maybe there was some weird bat-like human creature. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, they could even explain it by you know. Uh, some sort of DNA uh, mutation, 
you know, uh, this very super, super rare thing that occurred. Uh, and it doesn't, you know, since they don't reproduce, it doesn't, uh, it, it didn't really sort of continue and propagate. But yeah. by virtue of what it is, it, 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 it makes the person propagated by... But it made the person directly. immortal, which Well, was... see, and here's the thing. It kind of makes them directly propagate the, the genetic information that makes you a vampire, whatever yeah. that might be. So that's the way it, it rep- re- replicates. I mean, maybe it's a virus. I mean, they could, they could say that too, I guess. Yeah. The other thing is the idea that they're dead... Which I'm not mm-hmm. really sure what that means. Uh, yeah, that just means they're getting their body is getting energy from some other process that isn't, uh, you know, uh, the the respiratory cardi cardiovascular system and uh, and obviously sort of the, the the eating system as scientists call it. Right. Of eating food for energy and nutrition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, they obviously have blood, but it. You know, I don't think their heart beats, um, so the blood just seems to kind of stick, stay there. But uh, you know, which is kind of fine, I guess. I mean, the only reason your blood needs to circulate is so it can oxygenate your body. So, but if yeah. your body doesn't need that, so yeah, you know. But they do seem to breathe, but maybe they, they can breathe underwater. Blood. Yeah. You know, so you know, you would think it would come from somewhere. I mean, maybe it just comes from feeding. Like they, they, the blood that they drink is yeah. is transformed into their own blood somehow. And that, I mean, that might even be, you know, what's weird about it is they seem to digest the blood, which would, you know, basically, you know, it wouldn't go to their bloodstream that way, but. Um, but maybe yeah. I mean maybe the idea is, you know, they need the blood because it's got oxygen in it or something. If you, but, you know, I don't know. If you suddenly had uh a mutation that created a vampire. I mean, forget about how wildly implausible that is. <laughs> if it if it happens Is it wildly implausible? I think it is. I think For it some is. of the things vampires have it's not. For the being dead part, yes. For the being dead part for, is pretty bad. For the totality of what it is to be a vampire, to yeah. have that spontaneously arise uh, would would is wildly implausible. Um, uh, for various reasons, um, the possibly the most striking one is is the immortality part. I don't think that uh, would just suddenly mutate. Um, I mean, but it's to me. I mean, suddenly mutate. Yeah, it, it seems like the odds obviously are because uh, a mutation are pretty can't change that much. But here's the thing: there are there are certain cells in your body that govern how your body ages. So if those, I mean, not cells, genes in your body. So if those genes are altered, that basically says of the whatever number of processes that adds to aging, you know, that culminates into aging for the body, stop those or stop certain ones of them or slow them down. I, I mean, that part of it is not out of the realm of possibility. But, yes, for it to spontaneously occur and that to be the direct result is astronomical. But but the, but the idea of, from a science standpoint, that that could happen I don't think is, is uh, crazy. 
because we do know that genetics governs that stuff. Yes. Uh, yes, that's true. And yet, you know, there is no, there is no um, thing that is governed by genetics that, you know, that doesn't uh, age. Um, uh, which, which proves so, that spon- it spontaneously occurring isn't, you know, wouldn't really happen. Which is, yeah. But there are things that, that age very, very slowly and can live yeah. thousands of years. Yeah, that's true. Like yeah. a vampire. I mean, there's no proof that vampires will live forever. They just well, you they can, I guess you can't ever prove that. But yeah. uh, if no, if you know, if none has ever, you know, died without, you know, being killed in the many ways that they can be killed. Uh, you know, I think it's reasonable to assume that. It's a definitely good assumption. Um, since, but it could know, be that their lifespan is 5,000 years. Yeah, and how would they even know that? I mean, I guess... They yeah, wouldn't know. Yeah, well, I mean, like if they... That, like, say, say, they, say they can live, like, like 12 billion years. Like, you yeah. know, <laughs> it's so long that by the time you find out, like, who cares? But you can never say you're immortal. <laughs> <laughs> even in 12 million years you don't get to keep that title but 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 even if even if you had a mutation that changed the you know the the genes that govern the aging process and and so created you know because mm-hmm. all of empire is is it doesn't age and it heals so, and healing is and and we know in nature with genetics you can uh you know bodies can, uh, organs can heal themselves Yes, not that fast. Um, uh, so, pace, you know, all you need is a faster metabolism. There right? has to be a speed upgrade. More okay, energy. So, yeah. so now we're beginning to get the point I'm trying to make. I mean, this is just a minor aspect of what it is to be a vampire. There's mm-hmm. several other things that they have. Having all of these things spontaneously arise, mm-hmm. you know, I think is, is, I mean, even one of them is crazy, but you put them all together and... Yeah, that's why I think something know. happened. I don't think it's, I don't think it's evolution at all. I think, like, something happened. Yeah, There that, was some, some sort of thing that, that, that made the original vampire occur. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like aliens showing up. <laughs> and abducted one of them, one of the humans. Um, yikes. Uh, yeah, I feel like there's, I feel like there's got to be, there's got to be some kind of explanation. But it, you know, on this show, it need not be, um, it need not be scientific. Yeah. Uh, they haven't, they haven't paid all that much attention to explaining the creatures by science. No, they don't really care. <laughs> um, the closest thing they've done to that, I think, is um, is you know having the having the synthesized blood that they can drink. Um, you know, basically explaining that the vampires require a particular kind of nutrition, and if you can, you know, if you can produce the nutrition that's in blood, they don't have to actually drink blood. Mm-hmm. They can live on the substance, the the part of the blood that is their sustenance. Yeah. You know, um, so that's, it's like, that's sort of it's like the scientific being vegan. approach. It's, it's like the vegan vampire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would be, yeah, it would be sort of like... Um, it would be sort of like the the idea of of growing 
uh, growing animal tissue uh, in a in a in a lab or something, um, and then and then eating that. As oh, you mean to the doing, KFC approach? Yeah, I mean the KFC, <laughs> the classic KFC approach. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to you know raising the animal and killing it and eating it and you know uh, yeah uh, if it's you know if it's providing the same thing then you know it should work but it's you know it's making human blood not magical like they don't have to have that mm-hmm. you know so that's 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 sort of a scientific thing but besides that I think they've been pretty they've been pretty lax on on that side of things yeah um, and they've got all these other Creatures. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a pretty crazy world that they live in. I mean, there's, there's all kinds of things. <laughs> yeah, I I'm wondering if I'm wondering if they're sticking to the books anymore. Uh, I think they are. From like, what like, I is this Marianne character actually in the books? I thought so, but I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of Sookie's books. And I feel like, you know, Sam is a shapeshifter, you know. That's definitely there. Um, I mean, maybe, yeah, I don't know about Marianne in particular, but I think the idea that there's other things besides vampires is is in the books. Yeah, yeah. I figured that was. I was wondering if this, like, specific story uh, was in the books. I mean, I, I think the books are more about Sookie and the TV show is more about the other people. Mm-hmm. Um uh but that's you know that's usually what they do when they adapt uh something for TV. It's nice Make it to good. have a group of characters as opposed to uh just being focused on one all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh even though I mean the focus is still Sookie but it's you know there's quite a bit of attention on the other people. Yeah, they get their they get their moments. Um uh yeah, I'm just wondering how they how they treat that stuff in the book. Uh, not that I actually want to read it, but I'm curious. Mm. I don't know. Well, you know what curiosity did to the cat. <sighs> no, I don't actually. What uh, could you tell me? No, I was asking. Oh, you said it like I, you said it like uh, like everyone knows, like and so I should know. Oh. No, not like a question, like a statement. Like a statement of asking something? No. <laughs> no. But I don't think you know, so... Wait, who's uh, on first? Oh, God. <laughs> it never gets old, man. It's been It's been a long time. Yeah, I... I wonder if it ever will get old. I think I think in you know a couple thousand years from now the 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 uh the machines will be laughing at the demise of humanity and saying, "Who is on first now, humans? who is on first now <laughs> you can see the robots are right <laughs> right." <laughs> Wow. I just thought I'd point that out. Wow. <laughs> I wonder what the vampires would be doing when the heat death of the universe happens. Dying with the rest of us. I guess so. 
<laughs> That's it for you. Yeah. I mean, well, once I wonder if once the sun supernovas, if they'll if they'll be fine after that, they can just walk around normally. You know, I can't imagine there'll be there'd be a lot of vampire. I mean, I feel like the very nature. I mean, the way the show depicts them, if they actually came out and like tried to live normal life, that's one thing. But uh, I think at a certain point, they just kind of die off and want to want to just you know, you'd have a lot of them. I think who would just want to be dead after ten thousand years or something. That's, can a vampire kill itself? Well, it can be staked. It can it can go out into the sun. I mean, it can. Uh, you know, you can have a, you can have someone do it to it or something. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It can shoot itself. Well, that that takes away all the fun, though. Why? I mean, if they can die whenever they want, it's sort of not. You know, they don't have any of the bad stuff. They do have the bad stuff. They can't be normal. They're not human anymore. Well, they can't they be have normal, the, but. They're isolated from humanity, and they have to sleep at night, and or you know sleep in the day, and they, I mean it's like that's the punishment, and having to live forever in that in that in that uh, purgatory or whatever between the two worlds is that's the punishment. But yeah, I think they can kill themselves. I mean, they're it's not it's not a magic thing. Yeah. Where they yeah. can't like. That just seems like such it. an easy way out. Like, oh, it sucks being a vampire. Oh well. Like I, you know. I don't, but that's the thing, they, I, I, you know, I've never seen a vampire do that. I haven't either, and I wonder why not, you know? It's, because I, I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> uh, well, that's... They, they, there are impulses and, and forces that, when you're a vampire, that make you want to like the lifestyle. I mean, they're all, they start out bloodthirsty, and like, it's, you know, and they, they then of course, comes the sort of wrestling with their past humanity and the, 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 the sort of moral and mental torment, but I mean, like, they do seem to, you know, like it to a certain degree, you know, instinctually. You know, even, I mean, if you look at just like Jessica, like, she's, you know, they manage to live with it. Because yeah. it still is life, you know, that's the thing. Like, it still is being alive and, uh, you know, if they, now if they were just a person who wants to die, maybe they would, but... uh but yeah, most vampires seem to want to stick it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you have people who who are you know who want an easy way out and don't kill themselves. You know, and people live kind of long lives. Yeah. My point is the need to the the will to stay alive. I think is. Prevalent, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. But you know, well, yeah. Okay. The other thing is, it seems like all the ways they die are kind of horrific. It seems like they have a nice way to die. Well, because I think anything less than something super dramatic, uh, their body would heal from. Yeah. So it's got to be yeah. now. I don't know why a wooden stake makes any difference. You know, I don't know what sciences could be behind that. That wood versus any other kind of a stake would. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I I don't know where that comes from. 
the burning from the sun, you know, I can I can I can buy some scientific theory behind that. Uh that's just a chemical reaction or something. Uh but um I don't know why wood, you know, wood is a particular thing. And silver too. Silver burns them. Yeah. I mean that I guess that's chemical too, but it seems arbitrary. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It actually makes me think that, you know, if someone uh, were industrious and sat down, they could, you know, study all sorts of different materials and maybe find more. Like, like maybe the reason uh, the re- people know about them just because someone tried them and they worked. You know, but like, yeah, but yeah. it seems like no one's done a systematic study of which which materials hurt and which ones don't. Well, that that would be pretty. Uh... You know, against some some sort of rights, I think, for vampires to. Uh, yeah, I don't think they they would like that. I I, yeah. I I they've mentioned several times they don't you know they don't like, uh, you know, people spreading their secrets or what have you. Uh, yeah. But um, uh, but nonetheless, if you really wanted to understand, uh, that would be the thing to do. Yeah. Sit them down. Bring them down to the lab. Let's go. Get to touch every and element like, on the periodic table. If sunlight so, hurts them, does that mean like artificial sunlight would do the same thing? Like, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Like I a tanning bed so. or something. I I think other vampires have I've seen. I think that's the idea. Is that if you can reproduce the light, then it does burn. Okay. Yeah. And the question is, is it the ultraviolet part of the light that's the deal, or is it right? Is it, what what spectrum of the sunlight is it that is causing that? You know. And like, if a if a vampire traveled to another planet, like in another <laughs> like solar a system. Like a joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another... Well, the vampire goes to Mars, you see. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I yeah, I don't have a joke to go with this. Uh, uh, if a vampire traveled to like another solar system, another planet where there was, you know, say a different sun or whatever, mm-hmm. um, you know, or farther away, would it be better, you know, like if it were a different kind of arrangement, if the atmosphere of the planet was different, you know, like... <laughs> Yes, yes, no, yes, I yes, wonder, no, yes, no, no. You know, or and if they were on like a spaceship or something that sort of didn't let in light from stars, like would that be okay? I, it's weird to speculate. I about think, this, yeah. I, know, I mean, I, I think, yeah, I think that that would all be applicable. I think. Uh, I think you have to take the Superman approach that it's the yellow sun that gave Superman his powers, and his red sun and Krypton did not. Or else all Kryptonians would be like Superman. All uh, right. So I think, yeah, I think it's uh, that this that particular sun, you know, just like our own. Every animal on this planet evolved in relationship to the sun, you know, uh, on some level. So uh, you know, we get vitamin D from the sun and and all that kind of stuff, you know. So yeah, I think um, I think if vampires evolved on another planet, they'd have they'd have other issues, but. Uh, <laughs> But uh, they wouldn't. It wouldn't. You know, if they were in a red, a red planet or something, I think. Uh, you know, it could be worse or it could be better. Yeah. Or okay. depending on what the actual 
uh, problem is it could be the same. So right, right, yeah, yeah. And are there any vampire scientists? You know, I feel like there has to be because I feel like there are humans who were scientists who got turned. And yeah. I don't think that they would lose. You know, I don't think you necessarily lose the things you're really passionate about. So yeah, uh, I think there's definitely probably some some people who are curious. And I, you know, they seem to have their underground society. I feel like there's probably some vampire scientists and historians, and yeah, they've got they've got a you know. But the question is, how and is there a vampire call? university somewhere? Yeah, vampire. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they don't the, the, have to call the mascot that. is the the. The fa- the fangs or the the bats. The bats, yeah. Or the dark knights. Or that. <laughs> oh come on, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But uh yeah, I don't know. Um Vampires are cool. Says nerd number two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Agreed, nerd number one. It's it's so it's so strange because it's such a you know they it's fairly specific what they are. Um, it's so general. And uh, yeah, I just wonder who who came up with that because it's, it's I don't know. Presumably, it's added to somewhat, but still, I mm-hmm. wonder whose whose idea it was for these strange creatures. Yeah, there's a lot of strange features throughout human history. Elaborate set of properties. Yeah, that's true. That's you know. true. But still, this one seems to have uh, emanated from, I don't know, it's, it seems invisible where it came from. Well, I think, it, I think you know, there a lot of this stuff comes from some sort of origin and reality, and I think maybe, you know, there's the idea of it having that Eastern European root and, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, all you really need to start a vampire lore is, is a, is a crazy guy drinking people's blood. Like that's the first seed, <laughs> you know? Uh, so I think if anything like that ever happened, you can get all kinds of crazy legends and stuff. And, and that just, that just gets mutated, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so just something about the idea was infectious and people just couldn't stop talking about them. Yeah. And you know, and people write stories and people tell accounts of things and and uh things get added to and uh Yeah. And then and this becomes the idea and then it gets then someone writes a story on it and then that becomes what everyone thinks of it and Yeah. Uh and then, you know. Yeah, I mean, once it made its way into literature, then, you know, then it was kind of set. Um, but, you know, it was around before that, and uh, I don't know. It seems obscure. Vampires? Uh, the The origin. Hmm. Well, you need to take a course in vampire history. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, there probably is. There probably is. I think they probably pinpoint it. Where it, I, I wouldn't be surprised if 
people know pretty closely to where it started and came. Yeah. They yeah. usually track those things down pretty well. Yeah, you're probably right. I just don't know. It'll be like, I can see the Wikipedia page now. It's like, the origin of the vampire myth came from, you know, blah, blah, blah's, you know, story in XYZ time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Probably. Probably. Or probably. That means the probability is greater than 0.5. Is that what that means? Yep. Wow. So you wouldn't say probably if it's a 50-50 chance? No. Because it's not probable. No. Both are probable, so neither is probable. They're equally probable. Equally probable and mutually exclusively probable. But if I apply probable to one thing, then then the probability of that thing should be greater than 0.5. Yeah. Because if the well, probability of not that thing is 0.5, then it doesn't seem like it makes sense to say that it's probable. Since not, not it is as it probable is. as it. Mm-hmm. It equals it, the classic it equals it uh, formula. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that's that's the that's how you that's the theorem, right? That's how you, the proof you have to write to prove that is you get down to it equals it. <laughs> so that's yeah. the theor- that's the theorem of probability. That's it. There it is. Something like that. Corollary? I don't know. I'm I'm no expert on probabilities. Um well cool. I think this was a glong podcast. A glong podcast? Yes, a glong <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I agree it was pretty it was pretty glong. Yeah. Um so let's But not it. our longest. Nor was <laughs> it our longest. I don't know what word you're saying, but uh sounds like you're mispronouncing glong. <laughs> to correct that post haste. Sorry. Which is Latin for real quick. Right. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I speak Latin. I am another. <laughs> Can we of, more didn't, didn't Michelle Forbes speak some more of her crazy language in this episode? Maybe she was chanting something. I think she was chanting, right? Yeah. Yeah. I still couldn't understand what she was saying any more than I could the first time. Yeah, I don't think it was, you know, buy one, get one free coupons at Kmart. <laughs> but what if I don't, think she, I don't think she was advertising that. Maybe maybe instead of, like, you know how they have those sign spinners, you know, who stand on the street corner with the sign mm-hmm. and point to things with their sign, maybe maybe 
maybe you know since in the financial crisis you know businesses are hard so they hire her to go out to towns and you know mentally control all these people and get into this big orgy and then she pitches them uh deals that they can save money on uh and gets them to go out and buy their, those things you know after the orgy right <laughs> I think it's you know great marketing. It's such, it sounds so crazy. Um, someone should try it. I think it's great marketing. Uh, you know, you're going to get a dedicated consumer base that way. You know, I've heard a lot of advertising schemes, and I've been a part of a lot of them. Um, <laughs> uh, but but never that one. It gets points for originality. Hey, there it is. You know, I don't I don't know what it's like uh to be sold a product um while in the process of participating in a Then you my friend uh, don't know what it's like to be sold a product. <laughs> You've never been sold a product in the middle of an orgy that you didn't even know you were taking a part of. Yeah. All right, well, that's uh, I'll have to put that on my um, on my to-do list <laughs> for the summer. You should post that to-do list on your uh, <laughs> on your office door so your students can see. Yes, I should. To-do list number one: orgy. <laughs> orgy Kmart specials. <laughs> At the same time. Talk about cleanup on aisle nine. Oh! See what I did there? I do. <laughs> Classic Kmart joke. Oh, man. Thought I'd sneak that one in there. Maybe, the, hopefully the kitties are in bed. Cleanup on aisle nine. <laughs> oh, God. That's so gross. It's gross. It's, it's, it's cheesy and yet not because it's revolting. Yeah. It's like classic comedy, but yeah, but uh, grossed out. Yeah, classic comedy, but that would never be classic comedy. <laughs> I think I saw heard Fred say that once in that same context. Really? <laughs> Lucy. I don't think I saw that one. You should tell me when yeah. I said that is sometime. That's Lucy has an orgy. Okay. Yeah. I. You know, I don't think that exists. Oh, maybe I don't I make think that I believe up. you. Mm. I'm pretty sure that's bullshit. I guess you're calling bullshit. I'm calling it, but we'll see. I don't know. It would be pretty crazy if there were such a thing. <laughs> no, people were crazy back then. They were really crazy. Literally. Literally. Literarily. All right. Well, I guess we'll end the podcast. So yeah, I think late. so. We pretty much we pretty much covered the base. Thank you and good night. Bye. <laughs>